Hi and welcome to At Any Rate, JP Morgan Global Research Podcast, where we take a look at some of the drivers behind the biggest trends and themes across fixed income currency and commodity markets. I am Aditya Chaudhary, Senior Euro Rate Strategist at JP Morgan, and today I am joined by my colleague Elizabeth Ferreira to discuss how demand for U.S. government bonds has evolved recently. We are recording this podcast on Wednesday, 27 September, and our comments today are based on our Global Government Bond Activity Chart Pack published recently a publication in which we presented the latest available data on investor demand, primary issuances, and secondary market liquidity across the embraced market. This publication is available to JP Morgan institutional clients on our JP Morgan Markets website. So, after the ECB ended net asset purchases and stopped buying large amounts of Eurogovies through its QE programs last year, investors have been interested in understanding the evolution of demand for government bonds in the euro area. In this podcast episode, we dive into this topic in more detail, discussing who currently owns euro gavis and how demand has evolved during the QE and afterwards. Ultimately, we try to assess whether demand will be there to absorb issuances by euro sovereigns. So let's start, Elizabeth. What going to the basics? Who owns euro government bonds? Well, according to the security holdings data published by the ECB. Um, the euro system is currently the largest holder uh, of euro gobies. Uh, it's followed by banks, foreign investors, and insurance companies. Um, specifically, if we look at the universe of green bonds issued by uh, Eurasia sovereigns, uh, then the data shows that the main holders are investors with a long-term horizon, like investment funds, insurance companies, and pension funds. Okay. So you are saying that the euro system is the largest holder for Eurasia gobies? And I believe this relates to the large GAVI purchase done by the U.S. system under the QE program? Yeah, indeed. Um, in our publication, we specifically uh, looked at the evolution of flows uh, in uh, government bond demand over the period when the ECB was carrying out net asset purchases via APP and PEP. That is uh, basically between March uh, 2015 and June 2022. Uh, from the data, we see that during QE, the euro system was the main buyer of uh, euro area uh, government bonds. And it was broadly taking away all the net supply of bonds in data. Banks and foreign investors instead uh, were the main sellers into QE programs. Interesting. And what happened since the end of QE? This should be a good indicator on how investors have behaved since the euro system stopped being the main price insensitive buyer of Eurogovies and could even give us an indication how demand would evolve going forward into 2024. Yeah, exactly. Since the end of uh, uh, ECB uh, QE in uh, June 2022, uh, we have seen that domestics uh, as well as uh, uh, foreign investors have uh, broadly increased uh, their exposure to uh, Eurasia Govis, with a small exception for Irish bonds. In particular, domestic residents uh, have increased their exposure to sovereign bonds quite a lot across uh, uh, the whole uh, euro area. And also foreigners uh, uh, have been net buyers, although uh, mostly in core countries. Flows from banks were a bit more mixed uh, across the different eurozone countries, while insurance and pension funds are still net selling or uh, broadly remaining on the sidelines. If we look at specific countries, we find that in Italy, domestic investors and here I'm speaking mainly about residents, have stepped up purchases of Italian government bonds when non-domestics have been sellers. 
In Spain, we see a similar trend. There has been strong demand for Spanish govies coming from domestics, while uh, uh, foreigners have remained uh, uh, more on the sidelines. If we turn to uh, core countries, um, demand from foreigners seems to be uh, stronger. Indeed, in Germany, uh, Bundesdemand has picked up uh, uh, from uh, non-domestic investors, while domestic flows uh, uh, have remained mixed. And in France, uh, there has been strong demand uh, uh, for French COVID by non-domestic, while uh, um, domestic investors uh, have uh, remained on the sidelines. Okay. So all in all, given your analysis, what's your expectation in terms of demand for urea govies going forward? Well, in our outlook for uh, 2023, published back uh, in November last year, uh, we had forecasted that demand for euro area govies would come back again after uh, the ECB ended the QE and stopped uh, basically being the main uh, price incentive, uh, insensitive buyer for uh, uh, these bonds. Uh, our expectation was that uh, uh, such pickup in demand would come mostly from domestic investors and then eventually also from non-domestics uh, who are uh, generally more price sensitive. So far this year, uh, as I have discussed, uh, we've seen that uh, uh, this has been the case. And we believe that uh, demand for Eurera Govis uh, should continue to pick up for the rest of the year, both from domestics uh, and also from foreign investors. Um, this uh, should be, in my view, uh, a positive dynamic for the euro area sovereign bond market, uh, as indeed the, uh, we believe that uh, uh, demand should be enough to balance out supply. Okay, thanks, Elisabetta. So just to recap, it seems that the price sector demand for euro area goes has increased since the ECB ended QE and stopped being the main price insensitive buyer. This trend should continue, in your view. For the rest of 2023 and broadly balancing out the heavy supply we have been seeing so far. To all our listeners, stay tuned for more updates on the fixed income space here on At Any Rate, JP Morgan's Global Research Podcast Series. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please read the JP Morgan Research Report related to this content for more information, including important disclosures. Copyright 2023, JP Morgan Chase & Co. All rights reserved. This episode was recorded on September 27, 2023.